The text for our sermon this morning is from the gospel reading. Jesus saying, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. A couple of things we learn from this text. We learn that our God is the only God, the Christian God revealed in Jesus, is the only God who commands us to worship him by resting, by receiving. All other gods and all the gods that you yourselves chase after in your life in sin, all those gods demand that you keep going, keep showing your worthiness. Today we rejoice our Savior gives rest. But we also want to contemplate who are the weary and heavy laden that Jesus calls. God's grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today, Jesus says there's rest for those who are weary and heavy laden. So the question is, how are we weary and heavy laden? It is only those whom Jesus has rest for, those who are weary and heavy laden. So what is the weariness we should be wearied with? And what is the heavy that we should be laden with? For Jesus himself qualifies it. Come to me, not you who are comfortable, not you who are happy all the time. What is the weariness with which we should be wearied and what is the heavy that we should be laden with? Now, there are many people who are laden and wearied with wrong things. There are many people who work hard at the wrong things. There are people, perhaps you've experienced this, when you open your email inbox and it's full of those fake emails asking for money or bank account numbers. They're often very wordy. Somebody spent time composing those. The fake ads on Craigslist with deals that seemed almost too good to be true, but they promised you they're selling it for their brother-in-law who's on tour in Iraq. How do they have so much time to put into scamming people? If they just put their effort into something good, they probably would be productive workers and could have something to be proud of. But like slaving in an orchard in the hot sun of day and picking hour after hour, picking and grabbing fruit that is rotten, all they have to show after all that effort is rotten fruit. Nothing good, but they've worked so hard for poison. They work hard at the wrong things. They are certainly weary. They are certainly laden. They are certainly tired at the end of the day, but they have nothing good to show. Bank robbers, scam artists, pickpockets, criminals, many times they work very hard at their craft. They are weary and heavy laden, but that kind of weariness is not what Jesus is talking about. Planning and scheming to sin, that can be tiresome. I know firsthand. As a kid, I remember planning and scheming on how to run away from home. 
in school trying to get the best grade I possibly could. I remember trying to cheat on a test, planning and scheming on how to write equations so small they fit on the palm of my hand. I was weary and heavy laden, but not the righteous kind. You too may find yourself weary and heavy laden, weary with burdens of your own making. You may be heavy laden with sins that you intentionally seek after, that you plan to execute. The scriptures warn us against the danger of these sins. In Sunday school, we're studying the book of Proverbs, and the book of Proverbs is full of the wisdom of God that warns that those who plot to do evil, those who look to get possessions and things by unrighteous means, you are planning and plotting your own destruction. Planning of sin, the intentional carrying it out, it's a dangerous game. The scriptures warn that those sins will overtake you. Enjoying sin, priding yourself in your sin, reveling in rebelling against God's word. This is not the weary and heavy laden that Jesus is speaking about. In fact, Jesus says for those who enjoy sin, they are the ones who think they're wise. They're the ones who think they are informed that they're the adults. Oh, they can handle it. But Jesus says today, no. He says, Father, I thank you that these things have been revealed to children. So what is the connection between this? Between what St. Paul teaches us today about reflecting on his own sin and the wisdom that Jesus speaks about giving and being children. What is the heaviness? What is the weariness that we should seek after? The, one, the things that Jesus invites us to consider that he will give us rest from. The weariness is what St. Paul speaks of in our reading from Romans. It is the weariness from fighting against temptation. It is the weariness of turning from sin, of turning from the sin that dwells in us. It is the heavy laden of crucifying your flesh and all the evil desires that we are tempted with. It is the heaviness the heavy work of repentance. It is the weighty task of apologizing when your pride just doesn't want to. The heavy laden that Jesus calls you to confess is that you are a sinner. Not just the generic, I'm a sinner like everyone else. <laughs> That's not very heavy. But to confess specifically. To examine our lives according to God's word, according to the Ten Commandments, and to confess. As we hear St. Paul, that we have nothing good that dwells in our flesh. That's pretty heavy. That there is a side to us 
that indeed wrestles with our desires to be faithful. The weariness and heaviness that Jesus calls us to contemplate is really to be like children. A few years ago, and a few years ago, it seemed like a lot longer than when I looked it up for the timing of it, but I remembered a a television show hosted by Bill Cosby called Kids Say the Darndest Things. Did you know that that show, the last time it ran, was the year 2000? I thought for sure when I looked it up, it was going to say 1960 or 1975. But the show was successful, I believe, because kids say the darndest things. Yeah, but kids speak the truth. They don't sugarcoat it. They don't, in general, they don't necessarily always lie. Kids are generally pretty honest. Johnny, did you like your vegetables? No, they taste like dirty socks. Johnny's right, by the way. But kids are not afraid to say when they're scared. Mom and dad, I'm I'm afraid. Kids are not afraid to confess that they're sad when they're lonely, when they're upset. They speak the truth in their childlike honesty, and that's the wisdom that Jesus Christ is teaching us today, and St. Paul is vocalizing for us. The ones who, as St. Paul says, who will save me from this body of sin? I don't do what I want to do. Evil lies close at hand. It is these who speak the truth of how heavy laden with sin that they are that Jesus calls to himself. It is those who know that rest comes from outside of us. St. Paul does not look inward, but he says, who will save me? Salvation and rest come from outside of you. That we confess, and by the Holy Spirit we work to not be scam artists. We don't live a lie. If we say we are without sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. David in the psalm says, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The heavy burdened, those who are weary, are those who are weary with striving towards righteousness. Those who are laboring in producing fruit of repentance. Those who are working at turning from temptation, not embracing it. Those who are heavy with the scorn of the world. Those who bow down because of the mocking they receive from those in this age who think they're wise. Jesus says, no, there's a rest for weary souls. But for those souls who are not weary, those who do not struggle against sin, Those who embrace it, for them there is no rest. It is not the wise and the wicked who Jesus says will find rest. It is you, you who repent and flee to your Savior. Like children who are honest, 
who confess that they have worked too often for rotten fruit. That sometimes we indeed do work for all the wrong things, but that we hate that sin. We, with childlike honesty, confess that we are not righteous of our own working. So what does Jesus say for those who are weary and heavy laden? Come to me. I will give you rest. Not I might. Not I'll think about it. Not don't bother me right now, I'm busy. Not, uh, not hey, just work a little harder. Not I'll pile on more. Come to me and I will give you holy and godly rest. Forgiveness, mercy, restoration. The God who created rest by himself, resting on that first Sabbath day and the first week of creation. He sanctifies rest. He renews you. He recreates you. He recreates you in the waters of baptism where he promised that he will continually give you rest as you travel in this world, as we walk through hot orchards, seeing too much rotten fruit. He says, I have a fruit for you that gives you life. He resurrected you from the deadly grave of sin where rotten fruit reigns. And he's placed you in his garden, his plush green grove of green pastures, a place of still waters, where in his son Jesus, he restores your soul. For Jesus, he didn't work at pointless labor when he carried your burdens on the back, on his back, when the yoke of your sin was placed on him. That wooden yoke of the cross where he delivers the whole world from sin where Jesus worked, where he was heavy laden. Jesus was wearied by the false accusations, wearied with the whips ripping his flesh. Surely he's carried our griefs. He's borne our sickness and sadness. Your grief, your sin needed to be dealt with. So God became man so he could work. So he could labor on the cross not to scam us, but to assure us that our sins are gone. And God's labor, it's never in vain. God never works for the wrong things. God's rest in the tomb for three days was not in vain, even though everybody thought it was, even the disciples. But God rested, fulfilled the Sabbath those three days to show us that Jesus has turned the last enemy death into mere rest, indeed sleep that we will rise from. The weary and heavy laden are those who, like St. Paul, lament their sin, those who receive rest from Christ Jesus and believe every one of their last sins is forgiven. Faith in Christ is never in vain, my friends, for the Lord of the Sabbath gives you rest. Scam artists, liars, cheats, criminals, they all work to take from you. But Christ has worked to give to you. To give to you a reward of holiness and perfect righteousness before God. He has worked to give you a new life in the quiet waters of baptism. 
He has worked to give you a fruit that is never rotten, but gives you in holy communion the benefits of his cross so that you may rest, knowing that you've been forgiven. Our God is the only God who commands us to stop, to cease from labor, to rest. He is the only God who commands us to worship him, not by doing, but first receiving. All other false gods demand you worship by keep going, keep proving that you're good enough. But your Savior promises his worthiness, not only by actively working and fulfilling God's law, but he also perfectly rested for you so that that you may find a refuge in your weariness. You may find a light load when your yoke seems heavy. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.